Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. This is Kyle Hyman. I am here at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum for a Comets game with the one and only Father Nathan Maskell. Thanks for doing Flavor of the Week in the most unique place we've ever done it so far. This is wonderful to be here this evening. On a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a Comets hockey fan are you? I don't know if I fit on a 1 to 10 scale, <laughs> but um, I'd say close to 10. I've been a season ticket holder for now two years. Okay. All right. That doesn't go quite as far back as I thought it did. Two years. How long have you been in Granger at St. Pius? So I just moved there this past summer, summer of 2019. So okay. I've been there about nine months now. Okay. So you're commuting for the games? I commute for a good portion of the games. Father Bill and I have a very agreed-upon schedule where <laughs> he takes a lot of the masses during hockey games, and I take a lot of the masses while he goes on biking trips. Well, at some point, we don't have any flavors yet. At some point, maybe are we going to be doing a uh, concession stand run? Can I get you something? Do you eat during the games, or you just focus on the game? Oh, yeah. A few years ago here at the Coliseum, they cut out behind the section, so they have all different sorts of restaurants, and uh, you can... You have a great variety here. All right, I'll figure that out. I want to talk more about hockey, but first, we usually like to start with a discernment story. What's your childhood like, your family life like, grew up Catholic? What was your process to getting to being a priest? Yeah, so I guess I have a somewhat typical story of grew up in a Catholic family. I've gone to Catholic school all my life. I have three younger brothers, the youngest of whom is now in Bishop Dwanger High School, and the other two are in college. Uh-huh. I... Went to St. Charles grade school, Bishop Dwanger High School, um, and really saw that the priest being a very strong impact within education, but also, you know, it was a question about priesthood that came and went from time to time. Sometimes it was a little bit stronger than others. Starting when, do you think? Uh, probably first or second grade with uh, reconciliation and communion. Okay. Um, but kind of reappearing just at different points throughout my life, not really set moments. Uh, but especially through the example of the priests that I looked up to. We had Monsignor John Selzer there for a very long time, and it's almost like a father, maybe more so for us, a grandfather figure. Okay. Um, just a very steady presence who really taught us so many small lessons about the faith. And you came from a, a pretty big class of seminarians from Bishop Dwanger. Yeah, so Bishop Dwanger, we just kind of the students themselves had kind of gotten together for a Catholic culture that was really blossoming. Hmm. Um, we had had a few seminarians before us, but actually from my graduating class, we had four seminarians from that class, um, five together when we were ordained. We had one, uh, Father Jay Horning now, who is now part of the Bishop Dwanger family, so we welcomed him in. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think it was about that? You said it was kind of a a dynamic amongst the students. Was there something about the faculty, the staff, the priests that encouraged that, helped make that happen? Or do you think it was just a kind of a coincidence of students that were on fire? That's one of the things that's kind of hard to put your finger on. Um, I think you want to definitely this kind of be something that reaches the next level. Like you're engaged on it in the classroom, kind mm -hmm. of in a very segmented kind of way, like going through a textbook, learning about the faith. 
But then to be able to live it in different areas, um, out with sports, out like when you're playing in the backyard or um, really just hanging out. Um, so you can share it really at any time and your comfort level and familiarity is quite there. Just being able to talk about different topics, certainly some topics more appropriate for bigger groups or maybe one-on-one conversations. But being able to have that and having a nice flow, especially with different groups of friends. So in high school, how serious are you about considering the priesthood? Uh, the first two years was probably not very much. You know, hmm. I was just trying to get through high school and see, you know, what kind of jobs would line up. Oh, here they come. Oh, that's a lot of pucks. Our new guy is starting tonight. Where was I again? Oh, I was going through <laughs> high school. I have a feeling this is going to happen a lot. <laughs> I was going through high school and really just trying to get through, trying to get my feet set there and then trying to figure out like what jobs would be good, what could make a lot of money, what would make me happy in a career. And then about halfway through... How how important was money? um, Probably early on, it was quite important. Yeah. Then, you know, you rely on your parents for a lot of things, so it becomes less important. (laughs) And then towards the end of your high school career, you're kind of looking at... Well, it becomes a lot more important when you have to do almost everything yourself. Uh-huh. The end of my sophomore year in high school, I really came to a retreat that kind of got me thinking more specifically about the question of what's the next step that God's calling me to follow, especially in conversation with him. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was kind of really one of the points where I knew I had to go talk to a priest. I talked to our vocation director at the time, Monsignor Bernie Gaelic. And then I believe the next year I even went on a seminary visit um, just to really solidify the ideas that I had in my head and what could really be done with a priest. Which uh, seminary? So we visited Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary on the campus of St. Mary's University in Minnesota. Huh. And then later on I ended up going to Mount St. Mary's Seminary in Maryland. Mm-hmm. So really just pick about nine hours and pick a direction east or west <laughs> and that's where I ended up. Okay. So what was that experience like going to the seminary? The seminary itself was really an enjoyable time because we had so many similarly minded guys for a very specific Christ-centered purpose. Although as the time went on, you know, getting very like-minded people together is sometimes challenging, especially in human groups, Um, but uh, with the focus always on learning and formation. Um, And it got especially more exciting as we went on. We knew more concretely that this is what we were called to do, uh-huh. and then preparing for the sacraments in very specific ways. So that was, that was the seminary experience in a nutshell, but what was it like when you first visited the seminary? When I first visited the seminary, I guess I didn't really know what to expect. Uh-huh. Um, I was kind of looking at, you know, what would classes be like, what would living arrangements be like, and really I think meeting some of the priests who were on faculty there both the teachers and the formators to really see what kind of relationships with priests in different areas would look like. Because really, I had only known priests at my parish or at my school, and I didn't really have much interaction outside of that. Okay. Um, So really looking at that from formation-wise, and then just um, seeing what kind of small groups that we formed in the seminary would look like as well. So at what point do you decide to actually go into the seminary? Or to, I guess, you apply to be a seminarian? So I began the application process probably about a month or two into my senior year of high school. Oh, wow. I went alongside uh, Father Tom Zare. Um, The two of us kind of decided this was what we were going to pursue. Like you Um, literally went in together? 
Like we went in the same year um, oh, and applied again. about the same time. And I did apply to, I believe, Butler, uh, maybe another university or two. What would you major in? Um, at that time, I was looking at pharmacy. Okay. Didn't really look at it too hard, especially since I knew that I was going into seminary. But I was looking also at like accounting or something with numbers. Uh-huh. But didn't do either of those. I didn't end up doing either of those in that way, but... Got I do kind of like that analytical sense, so um, I find it from time to time. I'm certainly glad, though, I'm not embraced in it 24-7. But how much financial training do you get as a seminarian? Because, I mean, assuming that you're a pastor someday, maybe over a church and a school, that's a lot of financial responsibility to be in charge of. So I, I would imagine there's some kind of formation in that. So my years in major seminary, there was a special grant where we had two classes a year on kind of finances, on business management, that sort of thing. Uh It's enough to get your feet wet, but we really have to rely on a finance council and a business manager at the parish level, especially because there's so many moving parts. Right, right. What were your thoughts leading up to the ordination? Was that something that you got excited about, nervous about? Sure. Um... At the end of my deacon year, you know, you're kind of almost ready to go out, but there's so much there that you're just kind of waiting and waiting to be a priest. Um, And really, it's kind of scary almost because there's so many parts you can practice, but you can't really do until you're actually ordained a priest. Right. (laughs) And especially, I felt like one of those tests came. I believe I told this story in a homily uh, recently, but Uh it was a Thursday morning the week before my ordination. And I had gone to daily mass at my home parish and just kind of come back and was going to sit down for a relaxing day. And all of a sudden, the doorbell rings. And I opened the door, and lo and behold, two Mormon missionaries are on my doorstep uh-huh. asking questions like, do you believe in Jesus? And asked one of those scale of one to ten questions, how well do you know your faith? Uh-huh. And so in the back of my head, I'm like, <laughs> A uh, ten? Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, is this a test from the bishop or from Father Bill or that from would someone? be hilarious. <laughs> um, we got talking for about ten minutes about different things and uh, ideas about heaven and really what relationship with Christ meant. Um, I don't know if I won any converts that day, but uh-huh. honestly, I felt more like Saint Paul and preaching more for yourself in a sense than some of those times, um, speaking about evangelization huh. in a very particular way. So what has been your favorite thing about being a priest so far? I think we always point to the Mass, the celebration of the Eucharist, um, but really being available for people. Priesthood is one way to be very inconvenienced at many times throughout your week. So normally, humanly, it's an inconvenience, but there's always a plan uh, that God has and to be able to speak, um, to be able to talk, and really for us to be able to learn and share in those experiences. All right. Well, I've got... So much more to talk about with you. Most of all, I'm watching these hockey guys out here, and it's very distracting because I don't know a whole lot about hockey. So now I just have all kinds of questions about hockey for you. But maybe we'll talk about hockey. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about your priesthood. What kind of food should we try? Do you have a go-to when you're at the games? I bounce around because I go here so much that uh, with the suppers, you know, if I don't really have time, I just kind of work my way around. I think right now I'm on the uh, pulled pork station. Oh, okay. So did you just do pulled pork or you're, you're due for I pulled pork? I just did, yes. Oh, okay. So we'll have to see what's next. You just kind of work, make your okay. way around the circle. All right. Well, we'll find something for our, our future flavor of the week here with Father Nathan Maskell.
at a Comets hockey game. 